0: Today is August 21st. The Yankees are 1-0 and in their last one game, and I'm excited to table all the bad and talk about all the good. He lied. He lied. I didn't lie. I mean, let's not just, like, let's keep it high on a high note. Jim, I can't.
1: No lies today, man. You got to cut about, that out.
0: Talk about Ben Tendi. Cut that out. A couple He's a hero. Couple nice swings out of Benny. Benny's he looks great. Today. Future number two hitter. I'm Jimmy. That's Jake. BBD's here. Presented to you by Seat Geek. Rob Manfred's currently on like the big TV in my house, which stinks.
1: Bring some of that energy. That's what Talk, we need.
0: Talking to two kids.
1: Bottle that up.
0: How are how are you? How was your trip, Jim? I need like
1: no funny business. This is it. We tabled last episode. It's over. I'm hot. I'm normally soft. I'm soft oh. as hell. I'm charming. People on the street look at me and they're like, "That guy is generally soft."
0: I'd like to bump into him if this subway stops short.
1: Yeah, I'm comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I woke up at 4 a.m. today. I had a flight at 7 a.m. That got delayed till 11. That flight at 11 got delayed till 3. When I went up to check to see if there's anything we could do about that, my flight got canceled. I got Ooh. booked on a flight to Dallas. When I walked across the terminal, terminal 30 gates, by the time I got to the gate, that flight had been canceled. Found my way to Atlanta, found my way home. I'm hot. Dad hasn't slept in about two weeks. The Yanks have been stinking it up. And we gave them a chance, Jim. I was trying to think of a weird Jake analogy. And I found
0: it. Okay.
1: The Yankees are our child. And they were taking a a statistics class. And in the first half of the year, they brought home their report card. And they got an A. They were killing it. Happy. You guys are doing great. Then, they start the third quarter of the year, and they bring back their first couple tests. And it's F and, and F. And you're like, okay. So, like, what's going on here? And they're like, well, you know, I, one, I just totally forgot about this test. And then the next one, I just had the equation all wrong. Um, but, like, I still, I, I'm on it. Like, I got it. And that's what they did that last game, the Donaldson walk off. They gave us the I got it. Uh-huh. And then the next test came back and it was still an I,
0: I think what happened was so we gotta be doing, stern. If we're doing grades, what I think was that they got an A, and this is like this is basically a maybe a blueprint out of my life. They got an A in the first quarter, an A in the second quarter, and they were like, Dad. I crunched the numbers. I can get a C mm. in the third quarter and a C you know, I can get a C and a B now and I'll have uh whatever A average cuz I did I got A, I got 100 out of 100. And then they're like, "So I can just cruise and I'm going to have that A average." And then they realize that they don't survive I in cruise mode and they just got FF. And they're like, fuck, dad. Somewhere in there. I thought I could just cruise through. Somewhere Turns out I'm only good when I try.
1: Somewhere right between there, yeah.
0: Like, I'm not baseline good. I try to be good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not doing burns today because, no. I mean, I couldn't think of a more miserable task for you, Jake, to, like, re- like I don't want to go in the box scores of those games. Joe's, oh, out. Joe's
1: McFly, a good friend of mine, very good friend of mine, Joe's. Joe's McFly, yesterday, didn't watch the game.
0: Yeah, he's got blue hair, too.
1: <laughs>
0: he does. So, I don't know if we can trust him on anything. Kind of a new man. We don't <laughs> know blue hair, Joe. He's
1: <laughs> losing his mind. He didn't want to watch the Yankees game. All yeah. Joe's likes are the Yankees and butts
0: mm mm-hmm. Dolphins.
1: So, Forest like, what's anime? So, like, we have hit... Curly hair.
2: Huh. Yeah. And not feet. Had that in the buck mm-hmm. column.
1: Um, yeah. That, yeah, man. I mean, reliving those first three, I uh, just keeping myself dialed, as my golf game was this weekend, um, and occupied during my hellish day of just sweating in different airports across this beautiful country... You know, I I rewatched the game recaps. I was like, you know, want to want to be sharp tonight, and I really, I really wish I didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have done I that. Really if I Really wish I didn't, man. Um, you know what I did? Oh, Joe's is calling me. <laughs> uh he's been waiting to
0: get us back. <laughs> oh, no. Ask him about his blue hair.
1: Joe's, we're live on Talking Yanks. Hey, Jake, just uh, um, just wanted
2: to know if you could be able to burn Game Three real quick. I didn't watch it. Thanks. I'll hang <laughs> up and listen.
1: You so, must,
0: must be listening.
1: So, I don't know, man. I mean, I could burn it quick. No, no. No burns today.
0: Today, game four, when um, I was really tired anyway because I was – well, I got a kid, so I don't, and we went out for Katie's birthday. I was very tired. I thought I was going to – I thought we were going to do Talking Yanks right after the game, and then I was going to fall asleep, like, for the night. Reset. But when I found out you had delayed and canceled your flight on purpose yeah. – just because you were enjoying the airport uh, and we were going at eight. I was like, oh, my God, I need to find some sleep in between now and the episode. I'm so tired. Gap. So when Wandy came in.
2: Mm.
0: And tied the game. Yeah, I just brought my laptop to the side table of my bed and started like falling asleep. Because I was like, I don't want to watch this and then I as my eyes were fading, and uh, my like at the very end of being awake, Benny hit the home run. To I, I heard it, I didn't see it, and then I fell asleep. So that's my Yankees watching this series. It's like I hope I just fall asleep before this. Hopefully, this, this ends badly.
1: Hopefully, I fall asleep before I watch the end of this.
0: Wandy just walked in the time run. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put the head right on the pillow. Heart.
1: Jackie Bradley Jr.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. He's a good guy.
1: Yeah. Wandy won't be a big topic of this episode.
0: No. Is that for us going on the IL?
1: <laughs> Jack Curry tweeted it, which means yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Tweeted about if he's going on the IL, the Yankees would recall Clark Schmidt, hypothetically, if that were to happen.
0: Seems like it. Boone went out of his way in the post game to like, 1st wasn't available and then like five questions later someone was like why and he was like oh he's dealing with an issue it's like oh okay yeah
1: yeah well we'll find out what it what it is i i will say uh compound ad uh ian hap scott effrost has been on that show a lot so we've we have a lot of connections to him tom that produces that show is like stoked scott effrost came to the office um, he talked about in the minor leagues, they were on a you-don't-pitch-back-to-back schedule. Um, oh. So, this year, uh, I'm assuming, I mean, Scott's been doing a lot of that. So, who knows? Maybe it's just fatigue. Maybe it's something else. But, yeah, if Jack Curry, when Jack Curry tweets that just out of the blue, that probably means F. Ross is going to the IL.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of other housekeeping stuff. There's some general just thoughts. I propose that I ask you a question, you ask me a question. We have to be honest because it's a non-pod.
1: Okay. Do you yeah. have
0: anything you want to do before that? Uh, what else do we just need to ch-
1: straight check off? Stanton is rehabbing. He's played two games. Don't yes. use that voice.
0: Well, you said it real weird. You said it like a, like a, like a chick doing a cheerleader chant. Stanton. Like a feisty Long Island broad.
1: I kinda am a feisty Long Island broad. End of the
0: day. Stanton went to the IL.
1: Stanton. Stanton's rehabbing, Okay, we talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Schmidt's probably getting called up. Um no. Uh Stanton. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any other Hal missed the golden opportunity. What do you mean, his, a
0: bra- you got hurt, man?
1: Hal missed the golden opportunity to be his dad today. If he just hit the podium and said like, "Cut the shit."
0: <laughs> if there was a, if there was a, uh, a magical device like a Black Mirror device that rich people could purchase that was like, "Hey, my body needs to be here today, but I don't want my brain to." Can you just like tap me out for three hours? Hal would have used that on his walk to the field. Yeah. Not even because he thought he was going to get booed, just because he was like,
1: <laughs> "I thought you were going to say you." This want-
0: is my dad's bit job. Like, I don't even like. I it, thought you wanted
1: to say you were. You I wanted to Paul. tap tap into Hal's body.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't watch the uh, that part of the any of the ceremony. Okay, I've gotten a lot better. At, like, I'm not going to enjoy this, so I'll walk away. I think that's having a kid. I'd be like James, right. play a little. <laughs> how how's that out albert abreu hurt
1: o'neill's number retired they repainted that wall
0: uh albert is not actually hurt but they call they called up um what who'd they call up bard bard Oak bard they called up bard but um i mean they can't dfa albert abreu so it was either and he had pitched so many times and been bad so many times so it's do we DFA this guy who we already got rid of twice and uh, have assigned no value to him? Or do we do anything we can to avoid that? So they fans, I, I held him, called up bard.
1: Might 60 damn soon.
2: Um, At I, a point in the year where they can't add people, so losing him forever, I get it. You don't, wanna, but whatever, don't want to. Whatever, Phantom. Um, want to. Should we get into
1: it? Yes. Jim. Luckily, if you're looking to get into a line of work like Albert Brea, you check out LinkedIn. Jim, you know, this is true. Check my LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a dirty guilt of mine. That's not phrase right. It's a dirty pleasure of mine. I go on my LinkedIn about every other week, and I accept every request. And it's just, it's awesome. We have a connection. Um, I love LinkedIn. My sweet Jessica has gone viral on LinkedIn a couple times. Whoops. Um, and she's a huge Yankees fan now because I told her I'm not getting rid of the goatee until they straighten this out. So <laughs> we have a Yankees fan on our hands LinkedIn, you guys know it because there's eight hundred and ten million people on it net your net worth is your network, Jimmy. yep, I tell you that a lot. There's simple tools, there's screening questions, it makes it so easy to find jobs or people you're connected to, and man, those connections pay off. We have our whole company up until this point is basically people that were connected to each other um. So, go to LinkedIn. LinkedIn jobs help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? If you have some job listings, why don't you go post them at linkedin.com slash yanks, baby. Ooh. That's linkedin.com slash yanks to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply we should should we post a LinkedIn job that's like looking for closer. No.
0: Yeah. Do the or like a real job. Okay. Like looking for this real job.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. We did use LinkedIn when we hired last time, so
1: do you have the first question?
0: I have the first question. Okay. Um i was gonna use it as a joke but i won't okay i won't i won't
1: i'll give you one joke
0: uh, it was just gonna be like who'd you model your goatee after okay. uh, uh Broussard or, or mm. chris that was better the, the backup dance the dancer that was married to uh, kevin federline and put some kevin respect on his
1: name actually no i think he's the worst He's like one of the worst. I was people.
0: trying to Google Kevin Federline's yeah. well, uh, name. I couldn't figure out when, when, when You're trying to mock
1: your Kevin Federline source.
0: a backfiring
2: on you. Would have been a good fourth question.
0: I googled. I also made myself. I googled skinny goatee guys. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw a couple guys with bad goatees today, and I was worried they were going to have like a secret Jeep wave. I didn't know or something. But oh yeah, we, they just lick each other. We steered <laughs>
0: I mean, like, look at each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a hell of a greeting. My first question, Jake. Yes. What's your panic level on the division?
1: The American League East.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I will double check. The AL East lead is eight games over the Rays and the Blue Jays. Um... You, from talking baseball, know more or less where I stand on both these teams. I mean, the the Blue Jays are talented, but uh, you were on it first, and I I didn't jump on too late. Like, there's a lot of talent, but they they've never gone like they they didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, and then they gave the whole popcorn thing, and here they are, ten games over 500, which you know that's almost recent. Um, the Rays haven't been a part of this season at all. It feels like we've Played the Rays two times Um, Their lineup They've had a ton of injuries I kind of got excited for a September Rays team getting healthy And getting their guys back Um, Wander Franco just got some Bad news today that he has no Timetable again so he might be done And he's like a huge part of their team Um My concern Level about winning the division Um like, I still think the Yankees are going to win the division at a 85% chance.
0: Now, this isn't my second question. This is just this a, like, a, it's it's a, a follow-up. Up you get first. follow-ups. Yeah. Do you think they'll win the division over under four and a half games?
1: Um, ooh. I mean, it really depends on timeline, right? Because we're... I still very much team... I mean, they can't continue playing like this because it's the worst brand of baseball ever. Um, so it's just how does this end up changing? Do they end up becoming a 500 Yankees team like they had been before this stretch? Do they do they full figure it out with with some of the band back together and they start winning again? Um, you know, those are probably closer to 50-50 options than we'd like to think. Um... I think it will get under four at some point. Okay. I, I don't know if it finishes there, but yeah.
0: Do you think? Yeah, that's that's kind of where I am. I I'm somewhat panicky about the division. A win today helped because cancels out another like win. Yeah, kind of for would the have Blue been Jays. Six,
1: right? Like, yeah. if it was six, my eighty-five percent would have been about yes, sixty-nine.
0: When I went to look at the remainder of schedule, because I had the thought that, all right, well, they're playing tough teams while they're injured and like down and out. And then I and I was like, this team is just like 20. They're gonna play 2017. There's a lot of similarities to 2017 team, that they're gonna play an easy September while guys are getting back, and we're gonna be like like lied into security again going into the playoffs, and we're literally just repeating Boone Error. And I'm not blaming him. That's just how to sample it like Yankees. So, oh, but
1: se- then 17's not a good example of a bad Yankees team though. I mean, that team kind of should have won it all.
0: Yeah, no, but they had a awful, like the, the regular July season path. Yeah. They had an awful July and August and picked it up in September.
1: That would be fantastic.
0: Yeah. yeah, but well, not this bad. This is historically bad, but so that was my one thing was like easy schedule. And I, I was like, they're going to trick us in the playoffs, but the easy schedule would, I wasn't panicking about the division. Then I went and checked the remainder schedule, hellish West coast trip coming up and it doesn't get any softer. There's like one Pittsburgh series. And that's kind of the only team we play that isn't eyeing the playoffs. We do. And I guess the Red Sox, but I think they are three games out in the wild card. So they still, I have no idea. Um, It's also the Red Sox. They're going to play the Yankees hard, but it's, two against Pittsburgh and four against Texas after this West coast trip. So you get Oakland and, and LA. Usually you'd say you got to win those games, the A's and the angels, because they're not good teams, but we know how the Yankees do on West coast trips. And I'm hoping they go 500 on this West coast trip, even though the teams are bad. Like you just, if you're, you have to be a newest Yankee fan to expect a winning West coast trip. But, so I got real panicky, especially because my sister's getting married on the eighth. Right. So I'm flying out on the seventh, doing the wedding on the eighth, doing the brunch and everything on the ninth. So I wouldn't be able to like watch <laughs> if right. they're in the wild card. Things are looking real good for me if they start on October 11th. So I've been saying with you. I think it's gonna get I think we're gonna I think it's gonna get down to scary. Okay.
1: So I think this may segue us into what could be my first question. Uh and if you want to veto it, uh, we each get five vetoes if we want to veto the question.
0: Um, okay, that's cool. It's taxing. Yeah. Um, I already I asked one question. I opened it with a fake question I didn't end up asking. Then I asked my real question. Then I had a response for those right. keeping track. Right. When, if
1: you, looking at the schedule, and you were, we were just talking about it, that's why I talked about the SEGI, where do you think rock bottom will be?
0: I think we're out. I think we... Because,
1: Jim, the Mets are coming. Oh, oh, oh. To the stadium.
0: Rock Rock bottom will be the flight to Oakland. Okay. So
1: you do think they're going to have a decent West Coast trip then?
0: I'm hoping they go 500. Okay. I mean, if you're playing those two teams at home, you're hoping they win six of seven. Right. So that, but because they're flying out there and it's West Coast trip, maybe they need to get away from the pressure of being in the Bronx and in front of the fans and all that, and and they can use it. But yeah, 500 is a huge upgrade. So, in from now,
1: in my head, there's three options for rock bottom. Uh, basically, this morning at the airport with the Yankees still sucking ass before winning on Paul O'Neill Day. Because then they can mentally spin Paul O'Neill Day. And if you can somehow beat Scherzer and DeGrom, then the boys put their shoulders up. And Stanton's supposed to join them on the West Coast trip. And you get some juice there. So there's a chance we just hit rock bottom. Follow-up rock bottom would be after playing the Mets with Scherzer and DeGrom. (laughs) I mean, we could be in for two of the worst (laughs) nights of baseball we have seen at the stadium in a long time, in a long time. There's opportunity there both ways. Or it's at the end of this West Coast trip, which, hey, Oakland's been a house of horrors for us. Let's see. I mean, this team, it's a very bad Oakland team. Uh, You know, a lot of the recent year Oakland house of horrors have been respectable teams, but this is a very bad Oakland team.
0: Are we getting Cap and
1: Sears? Uh, you know we are. Sears just out Castillo today. Um, so, Oakland and L.A., it's a West Coast trip. We all know the West Coast trip thing. Which, again, opportunity both ways. If this team had a good West Coast trip, we could say that's something different and that's good. Or it's a bad West Coast trip. But there's a little cherry on top of the West Coast trip, man, you kind of covered your face perfectly with that at first. They finished the West Coast trip by heading to the Trop. Uh, when, when I say House of Horrors, I mean, this has been the House of Horrors delight of recent years. So, it either just happened, it's after the Mets, or it's basically Labor Day after they finish in Tampa.
0: three options.
1: And man, if it's that Tampa option, that four game division thing, you just mentioned, you could check that box by then.
0: Yeah. It's, it's worrying, man. I mean, I, I, I've had thoughts like shit. This is how the Red Sox feel every other year. We've never felt. In my Yankee fandom lifetime, a collapse. Mm -hmm. Like if they, Go to the wild card. That's. That's what it is. And, and stinks, but I'm not talking about that. Like, I I'm talking about, like, how bad can this get? Because. Yesterday and I was texting you and Joe's or was it the day before I think it was yesterday, I was man. Yeah, you couldn't convince me they were going to win again. Like, I had two angels, and the, or angel and devil on my shoulders, and the devil
1: was loud,
0: and he was making good points. Yeah. And it was, like...
1: Strategic.
0: I don't think they're going to win again. Now, he was wrong, because they won the next day. Right. But...
1: I mean, they lost... I think this is six straight series they've lost.
0: Yeah, the first time they've lost that many series since 1995. So, we at the beginning of the season, after, like, May, we were like, you've never seen a Yankee team this good statistically for the first 60 games of the season, I remember saying on the podcast, like, if you're a fan, like you've never seen one. Now, if you're our age or younger, we've never seen a team this bad. Right. After the all-star break. Correct. The numbers are nuts. Even the things you think they're good in, they're not. They're like 25th in uh, ERA since the all-star break. But the offense has been so bad that people are like, pitching isn't a problem. It's like, it kind of is also. But the offense is way more, like way more. But, I mean, I think Joe, I said like defense has been horrible. And Joe's said something like defense. And I was like, they just showed a montage of all the fuck-ups on the homestand. And it was long and involved like six different players. Yeah. Like the offense is number one problem. But, man, they... You couldn't convince me they were going to win again. I was so down on them.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, sports guy Jake here, sports Jake, my original AOL name. People forget that American Online. I mean, America that Online. stuff's so contagious. Like the defense being bad is 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 repercussions of the rest of the team sucking. Like Judge you know, admitted
0: that the dugout vibe seemed bad.
1: Yeah, they are. Um, It was cool to see the guys having a little piss and vinegar today, but uh, that's not for today's episode, unfortunately. I'm going to have to table that. No, I
0: want to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, have a next, I have my second question for you. I'm ready for it. All right, my second question is, why do the Yankees bench players because they're playing so awful, but then use them as a pinch hitter in big spots or start them against the best starting pitcher they see in the series simply because of the hand they swing with. Uh, Do the Yankees think being a lefty is, is bigger than being benched for being bad. I'm like, okay. And I'm in the post game press conference. Mm. Do you believe in hot? I love K going down there. Booney's got to be so like this. Yeah. I, Every time K's. Down I almost kind
1: of need to pull you back there because like if if life was a video game, Michael press conference Michael K is like the final boss. Oh, so, yeah. So like I kind of can't give you that credit of you saying you're that.
0: I was being that.
1: And no, but you can't. That's what I'm saying. You don't That's fair. You don't have enough scars on your back in this industry yet.
0: I don't think I have a single scar on my back. I got one on my armpit.
1: Do you want me to address the question? Yes. There's two things going on. There's either an internal fight in the Yankees organization that we have no idea about, of Aaron Boone taking his chance to rebel against some of their group decision makers in big moments to kind of throw darts. Um, we saw it with the Joey Gallo pinch hit. We saw it with the Aaron Hicks pinch hit I mean guys that were at the bottom of their bottom and you know I don't like saying that and putting them into a big position um so it's either Boone sending that shot across the bow and you know the the other tide of that theory would be getting into Oswaldo who you know I I know the stick hasn't gone yet uh, but The kid has flashed the leather now at three really tough positions to play, Um, which, you know, that starts to lead us into the kid, so I don't know how far I want to end up down there. Uh, The other option would be that the Yankees, who have been so formulaic through recent years, decided that they needed, like, a... Like, baseball isn't all formulas. It's a sport that they decided to give themselves like a 2% random button that they can hit at times, like a spark button. And that's what they tried to do in those situations, that they were like, well, you know, it's almost the, bringing back to Michael K. it's almost the like, do you believe in do? Like, hey, Hicks and Gallo, they couldn't be in worse spots right now. Let's put them in a big moment and maybe it clicks.
0: Stardom versus Manoa. Makes no sense. Like, it's not it's not a winning thought process. Mm. Well, our righties have no shot against this guy. So let's just start Hicks. Didn't you just bench him because he's been awful? But our righties have no shot against this guy. So why don't we just start Hicks? What? So both your options you think are bad? Hmm. Oh,
1: And I mean, couldn't they have started Floreal? So it's not even lefty-righty. Yeah. I know you're not a big Floreal guy, but that's your other option currently.
0: Hicks can work a lot. I mean, I don't think Florial's I don't think they like his offense. I don't think they ever have, and I don't think anyone ever really has. So I'm not that hot about that, but... It's still, you could have started him. It would be the same thought. But like Oswaldo Cabrera starts, Josh Donaldson doesn't start. I can't not start like, okay. So these guys are in your starting lineup all the time, except when they face the best pitcher we're going to see, then all our starters come out because you don't think they're good enough to face the best pitcher we're going to see. So why are they starting every day? Your lineup against the best pitcher you face in the series should be the lineup you think is the best bats, which should be the lineup you use majority of the time. But here the Yankees are admitting, nah. We'd rather a random-ass bad lefty versus our regular righties. Okay, so you don't think Kiner Fleffa, and Josh Donaldson are your best option versus best pitchers? Who are you going to face in the postseason? Good righties. So what are you doing? It's just Boone or whoever's making lineup being pissy. Like, I think they're rebelling. I think this is like when they asked Joe Girardi, how come you keep playing Chris Carter? And Joe Girardi says, I can only play who they give me. I don't have control over my options. I think that's what we're seeing here. Because this lineup was stupid. It It was like Boone shouting, the guys I have stink. So I got to replace them with the guys that we bench because they stink. Yeah, how are you going to play not your best lineup versus the best pitcher? I if if Hicks was hot and we had good lefties, sure, right. Who are they going to see in the postseason?
1: Yeah, I, the the only counter to that is Manoa's splits are drastic.
0: So in the postseason, whoever is on the bench that's a lefty is going to start over our guys.
1: I think some of the Yankees' analytics would believe in that, yeah. And I mean, so the that, guy, that's The, just guy, a you a mean, the guys, you, the guys you just mentioned, aren't exactly tearing it up.
0: That's my point, Jake.
1: Right. So then, what's what's the answer? I guess
0: replace the players. Right. Oswaldo Cabrera comes up, starts against a tough hitter because he's a lefty. He starts at shortstop twice. Like, if you don't trust IKF against a tough righty and you'd rather play anyone else, then figure out a new guy.
1: Well, then, yeah, I mean, I completely agree, but I I just don't know what Boone's supposed to do today with the lineup.
0: He's not. That's what I said about Girardi. Boone is just rebelling because those are his options.
1: Well, I don't even think it's rebelling. (laughs) I think it might be his best option.
0: It's del- It's a mess. We have guys that are just been given run and are getting run that should be fighting for a job or should be like not around, but our starting offense doesn't start against the best pitchers. So you face a tough variety in the postseason, you might face three of them in a row. What then?
1: Well, I think the, the positive spin might be that there is kind of no starting offense anymore. Um, like I think Donaldson and IKF may have played themselves out of that, and Hicks obviously.
0: I don't think so. I wish I was right. I don't, I don't think. I think they just they just they just wrap it up. Lefty platoon, you'll be back out there for all for all the other pitchers.
1: Well, I I did think it was a a nice tribute to Paul that they did throw Marwin out there in right field today for him. Um, Jimmy. The rest of the episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. I have them wearing on my forehead right now. Usually wear them on my eyeballs. Wore them all weekend. Got a ton of compliments. And one of my buddies, Jared, actually bought one of our first shirts. It was a Jake Sucks shirt back in the day. Mm. He goes, look at these. He's got a little accent. He bought himself a pair of Shady Rays. And he loves them because Shady Rays are the best. They are the best combination of fit, style, and performance without big Brand, price, and every pair is backed by their lost and broken replacements. Some of you talking Yanks people may remember, I had these same same glasses, and I broke them. I sat on them. I left them on, <laughs> on top of a hat like this, and I put them on my couch, sat on both of them, broke it. Shady Ray sent me a new pair on the house, because it's forever with them, man. That's why they are the best. Oh, the other reason why they're the best is because they're giving you a real deal. At ShadyRays.com with code Yanks, you will get 50% off two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. So get yourself a pair. Get yourself two pairs. Get a pair for you and, and, a, and a friend. Those are kind of the options. Or get yourself a bunch of shades. Get shades for everyone in your family and be like, bang, that's who I am, who are you? i will be like, wow, BBD is really, really being an alpha. Go to shadyrays.com. Use code YANKS 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades.
0: Was Donaldson at the game today? Was he at his Is that one of your questions? Uncle Uncle Bill's funeral? Is that a
1: question?
2: Well, he was no. scratched before yesterday's game with a stomach thing, they said, right? So he reasonably could just still be sick. Oh, okay. I, I, that's I was going to That's what they said it was, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Was,
0: yeah. Okay. Never mind then.
1: scratch that, reverse it. Uh, Didn't have to use one of my vetoes there. Got scratched. Um, Jimmy, I'll keep segging it because I'm just kind of different like that. Will there be another player is a two-part question, but it's one question.
0: You get a follow-up.
1: Will any Yankee player be released this year? And following up to that, will any other Yankee player make their debut the rest of this season? I only ask because they called up Oswaldo, which we knew could be in the cards for this season. It happened a lot later than I think the Yankees' front office thought they were going to do it. But between health and winning, it, it hit a lot of other things. Um... But they've been playing him and batting him sixth pretty much every day. And a reminder, he is awesome. Awesome. Not that it matters. He's the Yankees' 14th ranked prospect. Um,
2: Chat's just it, saying that Donaldson was at the game. There was a shot of him in the dugout. Yeah, at one point. he was so at the game. I thought we, yeah. I forgot where we landed on that part of the conversation. So there's
0: my question No, and yes. Okay. Don't think they're going to release anyone. They didn't release Heaney last year. Um, So, why would I? A little bit of insanity to expect them to change. They won't DFA Abreu. Right. You know, they sent a guy they used in high leverage down to not DFA Abreu. And now they sent him on the IL to bring up other guys. He didn't get DFA last year and it was maybe the easiest and most obvious and most expecting DFA candidate you could ever have, but they value like not ruining that guy's chances at getting another deal or like whatever. So no, I don't think they release anyone. I mean, fingers crossed they do because I don't know how they do things. I want them to do, but to expect it, it's kind of crazy because they've shown time and time again they don't really do it.
1: If they did, it would have to be Marwin, right? Because, I mean, Hicks has the money tied to him, so that would be that would be the most shocking with everything you're tied to. Marwin, they don't owe a lot of money to. And Oswaldo, we've currently seen him play a quality shortstop third base and right field. That, That's the easiest Band-Aid to rip off.
0: Marwin might have a stiff back soon. Okay, so that would I would bet bet on that over DFA just just from following the Yankees. Now they operate.
2: I hate to interrupt for a nitpicky point. Technically, Heaney was DFA'd right after the regular season to make room for Greg Allen for the wild card game. Mm. But That's my uh, bad. During the regular season, they they didn't DFA him when they could. That's have, my bad. Have. When they were hiding, um, hiding Greg Allen, all YouTube comments all
1: H- hiding Greg Allen for three months last year. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, your logic is sound there.
0: Yeah, I'm just reading the 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 reports. I mean, I hope they do because there's a lot that needs to happen. I mean, you got to get <clears throat> um boot guy, damn Bader. I was gonna say hater a little bit. Bader, Bader on uh on the roster, and that's all right. If Carpenter comes back, so Florio will go down for Bader. Just doing some math here. Florio down for Bader, and then if Carpenter comes back, and I stand that stands that, that that would when you would need to get rid of a guy and I think or stand they, too. I
1: I think they have forty man flexibility. I believe Luis Heel was never put on the sixty man. Mm. Um, so. Like they they do have room to operate,
0: yeah. But I don't. I mean, I think they'd try to get find some more injuries rather than DFA guy. But I don't know. They might. I I I think they're gonna. I think we're gonna see Peraza at some point. Yeah. And 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 that's maybe. Maybe I just can't get myself to see past this one. Because yeah. if I was going past like how the Yankees operate and past stuff, I would say we probably don't see him, but kinda have to. Well,
1: Jim, at at the end of the day, we are Decently logical cats. I always like to tell people if you're looking for an apartment, hit me up. I'm pretty good at putting the pieces of that puzzle together. Where do you want to live? What commute do you want? What are you willing to pay? What amenities do you like? What matters to you? I can put that. Love in, your mother. I can put that in a blender pretty quickly and get you where you need to be. Jimmy, they have called up the backup AAA shortstop and started him twice at shortstop. Against the division, or against our, what was our closest division rival? And he made a couple nice plays over there. So the number fourteen prospect, who is the backup shortstop at AAA, to your number two prospect, who's been playing good baseball, really good baseball at AAA for a while now, like three four months. You're going to call up that guy and run him out at shortstop two out of four games against your closest division opponent, but you're not calling up the other guy. Uh, The logic is absolutely there that, yeah, man, I mean, you know, we we sent some shots fired at at Donaldson and IKF for, for not being able to be in the lineup. You know, I know Glaber keeps running to the porch, which keeps him alive, but some of his at-bats are brutal that like, I don't see why you want it. And if Oswaldo can be your versatile Marwin guy, it seems like Marwin for Peraza is an absolute no-brainer.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me going on this. I don't want to do it.
1: It's a grievance episode.
0: But I was, obviously, when Peraza played shortstop and on-site, was just better than Cabrera. IKF Cabrera. Cabrera, yeah. Sorry, same. When Cabrera, when Oswaldo, Waldo. They're saying they just call him Waldo. That's fine. I think
1: Ozzy and Waldo. Right. Those are the options.
0: Well, yeah. Joe said they call him Waldo. But whatever. When Waldo played shortstop, and like, just on site, like visually, was was better at the, the position than IKF. And he's not even the starting shortstop at AAA. I was pretty mad. I was like, what are we doing? And then Cole is a no hitter. And, and then I can double clutches when there's a fast runner. And then bounces the ball. And you're like. And 75% of our like fan base keeps telling me he's fine. And he's good at shortstop. Maybe it's 50. And it's like, what are we doing? like what what did you guys fucking sink yourself into it's i don't know i think some i think some people's that were defending ikf at shortstop and then they see the rookie come up and how fluid he is and confident and like knows exactly what he wants to do on slow rollers and all that no double pump i bet there's some people that were like Oh yeah, okay, I see it now. IKF doesn't look like that. He's stiff. He's scared, and he double pumps before every throw. But, but I don't know because I've been I've been uh, like gaslit or or on the situation all season. But I was pretty like, what the fuck? This is not even the starter down in AAA.
1: Yeah,
0: and it looks so much different.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's where um. Man, I know I I was telling you Shackle mentioned it to me the other day and uh, where we're at with Donaldson and and IKF. I mean, why why not open up the board? Like uh, it's one of my it's something that I do think the Yankees have been missing. And it's like it used know? it used to be the benching guys. Remember when the Yankees used to bench guys after having a good game and we were like, "Oh my god." And then I think I truly think that's what broke Gallo was when he had his, he had a good game. He had like a nice homer that helped win the game and he got benched the next day. I think that's what completely shattered him and he was just shocked. We should reward guys who play well and that's how you should make the lineup. Like that's kind of some baseball 101 stuff that the Yankees have Uh,
0: ignored. I do think that by putting Oswaldo at shortstop, because cause here's what they said. They, they obviously wanted the lefties over the righties, right? But that means Marwin and the rookie are getting at-bats over you if you're IKF and you're Josh Donaldson.
1: Gallo and Hicks in the worst slumps a human can have got at-bats over
0: him. Yeah, but they, they sugar-coated that by saying we we're looking for the walk. But still, but still. But, but they don't, don't put, treat
1: that like an answer.
0: <laughs> that's what they said. That's I know, but said. you
1: can't. Don't treat it like it's a good answer.
0: It's not. Yeah. Just saying, I'm just saying they IKF and Donaldson probably convinced themselves of that. Like they probably believed it themselves. They could have started Oswaldo in right field because he had played there right. and kept IKF at short. Or they could have started him at third base because Josh Donaldson um was getting the day off.
1: But they, they haven't done that, right? What? Started IKF at third?
0: No, I'm saying Cabrera. Oh, okay. Like he's so versatile he could have played everywhere. They you could have had just Marwin play at shortstop for IKF because it's the same thing, right? And he looked good and right. I think by I think it's the first like test moment where maybe IKF is like, oh wait. Because Marwin's bat didn't need to be in the lineup. Nice punt yeah good it was a good bond they need to do that more but yeah whatever i don't i'm tired of saying the same thing all season. I wish they would have addressed it when they were rolling and they were hot and you then we said there's only two guys that really like they should be taken care of right now and it was i k f and hicks, and they were just like oh well, we're winning with them, we're winning with them I said, okay but now we lose some of the bigger bats and now like we got just duds. Yeah. Zwaldo Cabrera hit a ball his first big league hit was harder than any ball IKF's hit this season.
2: I think it was the, it would have been the fifth hardest hit ball in IKF's career, which is he's in his fifth year in the show, I think.
0: I'm doing all the things I've already done on here, so I can't in my head. I just want to, like, say them more. What's that? Do
1: you have a question?
0: Yeah, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you like Cole more after this losing streak? A
1: thousand percent. Did you see my tweet? No. Okay. Then, yeah, dude. A thousand percent. His... Press conferences, him today. I am in shock. I am in shock with how much I like Garrett Cole, the postgame presser, and the guy in the dugout. I'm shocked. He, he has taken a leadership role. I don't know if it's being more comfortable. I, I don't know if it was the Yankees getting off to a hot start this year so he felt more comfortable or whatever it is. But man, the frustration on him during some of the low moments of this streak. We talked about it about a week ago. About a week ago when he was in his press conference. Dude, know what Garrett Cole did? Do you remember when the Yankees traded for IKF and Donaldson and we did our podcast and Peter Moylan basically poisoned me and then Dan Rourke came up to us in sad robot mode and said, this could be a good trade for the Yankees. I think if they make this work and you stopped him in his tracks, Dan Rourke, the dude who runs hotter than anyone on the planet, you said, Dan, listen to yourself talking. You don't believe in this trade. Yeah. That was Garrett Cole's press conference the other day where he said, Well, we built a big division lead. So it's the losing's tough, but that's why we played so well. He didn't believe that. And we saw it happen in the dugout after he got hit. We saw him in the dugout getting pissed today at Manoa. I absolutely love it. He's being what Donaldson was supposed to be, but Donaldson hasn't been good enough to be that guy. So Garrett's done it, and I know people responded to my tweet today, and they're like, well, he's not pitching that great, bro. You're not necessarily wrong. Uh, on the season as a whole, he's he's having a good year. Um, a couple of the blow-up starts, and I, I think there was some stat, like eight starts with four runs or more or something. It's... For Garrett Cole, I think the year is a B-, minus, which is a lot of pitchers' really good year still. And end of the day, for Garrett Cole, it's going to be what he does in the postseason. So, Garrett Cole press conference and Garrett Cole in the dugout this year, I cannot believe how much I like that dude.
0: Same. When he was celebrating judges Homer all by himself, he's like the only one, it used to be a whole gang of people on the top step like cheering and stuff and that's what judge said the vibe's been weird in the dugout and then as yeah he, he has been like he's intense i know he's had some dud starts i will excuse him this start and then the royals one it's it's all unearned runs that are earned because of of they're just all plays like this He's out of this game with two runs if IKF can be a normal shortstop, and then he doesn't slip on the grass. So it's tough. I don't understand like that, but and I'm maybe I'm fighting for him just because I like the other stuff he's been doing in this slump. Even standing up and doing post game press conferences in games he doesn't pitch is leadership shit. Like yeah. that's not a lot of guys do that. That is when you say like team needs kind of like a face and voice right now. I'll fucking take it guys. Like See, they talk about when Jeter decided to start doing that. And and then, he, you know, he wasn't the rookie anymore. So, I, it's been cool.
1: And by the way, some stats. Two stats. One that matters to you a lot more than the other one. And, you know, to outside baseball fans, it would surprise you. Garrett Cole leads the American League in strikeouts, which, hey, that's impressive. Uh, you know, you still, you still need the results. He leads the American League in innings pitched. Um, and, you know, we haven't even talked... We haven't even talked bullpen yet and how worn out the bullpen is and, and all that jazz. So, yes, Garrett Cole's 3-4-1. I, I think he'd be the first to tell you it should be a, a little lower. Um, But, again, if if that's Garrett Cole's B-minus, I really hope he puts together a, a nice September heading into the playoffs. I think that would be important for the team. But Garrett Cole is going to get judged in October, and that's why I was pissed at him last year because he took the mound in Fenway with a bad hammy and tried to be a leader, which part of me respects, part of me hated because I don't think it was good enough to be out there. But Garrett Cole's pitching performance will be rated in October. Garrett Cole, a team leader, dugout guy, getting rated right now, A plus.
0: Yeah, and I was I wasn't like the biggest rah rah Cole as the dugout clubhouse guy at all. Yeah, it was kind of just odd and like said weird stuff. Some weird stuff We did the stag thing a lot did Yeah Trev any- dropped Trev dropped that In uh floor ball. Yeah Weirdo <laughs> The stakes are high yeah, I, I enjoy them Um Yeah Yeah Okay Do you like his post game Preference con- conference Today everyone's laughing About him saying I was on one I do Obviously I do that's a term my my sister Courtney says a lot. I always she's like oh, it's just the person I know that she's that I growing up. Jim, you're on one today. Go away. Well, so was like a, it's a little like what I got a lot.
1: It's a little bit of an old school term that also got revitalized in recent years. So I think it covers a good spectrum.
0: Yeah, I grew up hearing that for my mom and my older sister a lot. Whenever I was like energetic and annoying, you're on one today. Leave mm-hmm. me alone. Actually, my mom would say, you're in rare form.
1: Rare form's a, a good one.
0: Yeah. Um, you have a question for me? I
1: think I do, and I'm actually going to let you, if you need to retool this, you can. All right. So I get one retool, five vetoes. Yes. Garrett Cole goes out this postseason, and he pitches six innings. One earned run, 11 Ks. Really nice, strong outing by Cole. 108 pitches. Who's pitching the seventh, eighth, and ninth
0: innings? It's the uh, divisional series? Yeah. Okay, the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning in the divisional series will be. marinaccio britain holmes okay go on marinaccio is a stud ball fucking explodes out of his hand like he looks great uh britain's a hope and a prayer and kind of just a interesting way to keep the answer going but he's facing five hitters right this blows my mind that he's doing that. I still don't understand. Like, is he going to be good enough in time? But I don't see anyone else doing it. Uh, and then uh, Holmes, I've been asking for the Phantom IL for a while. Been saying get him down so he can get right. His arm won't be as tired. His release point will go back to the normal spot. And um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hopefully believe in it. I've been asking for it for a while because I thought it would help out. So I'm gonna believe in that with some rest and and Holmes can come back and maintain you know close to his original form. I that's optimistic, sure, but I am trying to give him this cuz I've been saying since June. And June or or May I was like every time he comes out I'm getting nervous about the end of the year. Right. They need to give him rest. So uh, hopefully the rest helps.
1: And that's almost every reliever. Um so no
0: Chapman, no Efros, Trevino. Uh, well, yeah, they might have to split innings. I don't know, but I like Efros. Uh, we'll see what this injury is and and how he comes back from that. Trevino was good today. Other than other otherwise, um, Chappie and the again, No, I have no faith in them right now. Chappie did earn it back, and and I feel stupid. Yeah. Like I did think, okay. Like he found his fastball. He's locating. He's throwing with conviction, and then he got back into the closer role. It just sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What man? How'd you trick me again? Like, how did you do that?" It's bullpen, man.
1: It's bull. It, it's why it's. It's why it's a completely unfair question. I. I, I do think, man. Whatever, Socials isn't
0: allowed to post that in, that because they won't understand the nuance of it.
1: Whatever the answer is, 7th and 8th inning, I think you could almost get by telling me anything. Um, like, you threw out Ron Marinaccio. Go look at that stat page and go look how he's looked. I'll I can buy into that,
0: absolutely. I think that's the only one that isn't going to surprise people.
1: It's the bullpen and he's young, so you just can't. You just can't, um, you just hope it continues. He's only given up 10 hits in 30 innings. There are 14 walks uh, there, but he's been electric. Ball pops out of his hand. Ball pops out of his hand. He attacks the strike zone. Uh, You know, I think we got thrown off by his kind of sexy vampire look a little bit. Um, But, yeah, I, I mean, Disco Ron has currently earned that. Clay Holmes, you just have to constantly circle and think back to, man, when when this team was going nuts, the rest of the bullpen really wasn't special. Uh, uh, you know, Wandy was going, but it was Clay Holmes, my king, my king, obviously my king. And then he he got hurt, but even even after that, a little bit, it was Clay Holmes. Um. So, uh it's pretty wild that that we've ended up here. And yeah, man, I mean, you talk about Chapman winning you back over in a week and a half or so. I mean, Clay Holmes can win us back over with two good appearances. Um and maybe more importantly just not one disaster appearance. So, yeah, I it's Clay Holmes has to happen. I like the Disco Ron pick. What Lou Trevino did felt important today. And I, if you remember after that trade, I bought a lot of his stock, and he's a guy that's pitched in the playoffs and stuff like that. It's so funny that the Yankees formula is just throw your good pitch. How have other teams not picked this up yet?
0: Uh, well, they're not doing that with Montas, they're screwing him up a little no, bit.
1: That's a combo that I don't, I mean, where Aaron grievances. Um, I will go, I will go Clay in the ninth. Let's go, yeah, Ron's perfect for the seventh, and I'll go go Sweet Lou in the eighth today, and that could be shattered by the next time we record. And that's the bullpen life.
0: Hopefully it depends on the matchups and stuff, and, like, we just have guys working, but... It's where the bullpen,
1: it's where the bullpen gets, I mean, God, we haven't even mentioned Steven Ridings, so
2: we'll see. He tweeted today. what he tweet? He tweeted.
0: Is he just giving everyone updates now? No. Is no. it another? Okay. Because um, like we found out the first couple updates because he tweeted them. Because he was like, I guess guys don't know I exist. No one asked me about anything. Where's he from? I Adam Southern.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that was.
0: He's probably from Indiana.
1: He tweeted about uh, the nice play as Waldo made today. What'd he say? He said, unsurprising at this point.
0: I knew
2: that's what it was about, but I couldn't remember if it was a quote tweet of us, and it would have made me laugh, and I didn't want to say that and be wrong.
1: Where's he from? And yesterday, he retweeted Talking Yanks.
2: <laughs> what did we say? Oh, yeah.
1: He retweeted Oswald Cabrera's play into the tarp. He's a big Oswaldo Cabrera guy.
2: <laughs> his last three tweets, he retweeted He retweeted Cabrera- you. Oswaldo robbing a homer. He quote tweeted Oswaldo from our account, tarp play, and he quote tweeted Yankees tweet of his play at short today. His last three he
1: tweets. He retweeted played. the picture of Donaldson and Glaber hugging from you. Yes. Nice.
2: Last four tweets.
1: What's his at? At writing
0: 17, duh. I'm real? No. Oh, he got verified. He wasn't verified like verified like two weeks ago.
1: Let's, cool. We had a little part in that.
0: Mm. Good shit. All right. Well, hopefully he's around. He's very tall. Very tall. Very tall. You want to do awards? I think we. I, I. don't think we've ever not done awards, so I think we should do some awards.
2: I think you gotta at least do Pride and Effort, if you don't. Want yeah, to and go there's to some
0: prides regular. to be found. Okay.
2: If you don't want to go regular, I could allow that. I think,
0: but okay.
1: Now let's do awards. Quick awards brought to you by Floorball. On the Jam Warehouse
0: channel. I think it's us in the semifinals tomorrow.
1: Huge game tomorrow.
0: Huge game. Us versus Trevor Plouffe, Nikki Cass, Ben DiNucci, the backup quarterback from the Cowboys, and Dalton Feely, your favorite Forgotten Rotten that you forgot about. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a matchup. Me, Jake, my high school hockey teammate, and Jake's old roommate, Krause, and uh, Sam. What a matchup. So what check out Sam. Floorball on the Warehouse games. It's very intense. Tomorrow night at 6, I believe.
2: 6 Eastern.
0: It's very real. Uh,
2: The premiere. I'll be in the live chat, probably. I think I have a fantasy draft. Mm. I'll be there.
1: Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the
0: Yankees. You get to go first, man. Ooh. My pride of the
1: Yankees, huh? (laughs) Sheesh. Who makes me proud to be a Yankees fan? I think there's three good options this week. I will take the layup of all layups. It's a name that we haven't mentioned today. It's a name I say we don't mention enough. He gets mentioned a lot, but maybe he doesn't get mentioned enough. Nestor Cortez Jr. Um, If you're listening to this and you're like, whoa, Grievance episode. John Boy and Jake, this this is a little
0: unfiltered, man. This is a little dark. Jake's goatee's nice. Um, why you, why you have the person being a liar
1: Nestor Cortez Jr. On Paul O'Neill retirement day Potential four game sweep Potential worst stretch of Yankee baseball In 30 years or whatever it was He goes out and he drops dick on the Blue Jays again um, Every time he's, I picture a Nestor and Vlad at bat He's mowing him down Nestor Cortez Jr. brought his ERA down to two six eight today. Two six eight. He allowed one run. Um. I mean, one hundred thirty one innings this year. He's got more strikeouts than innings. Only ninety six hits. The guy. He's El Duque, man. I uh, you know. That's the only thing that I have in my brain. I know sometimes I like to over-compare things. Obviously, lefty, righty, and El Duque had the signature leg kick, while Nestor, every now and then now, will mix in some funny business. But like you pointed out earlier in the year, Jim, he really doesn't. Like today, in that final inning, Like it wasn't funny business. It was, I'm going to strike out the side to finish my day in the sixth inning in the heart of your order when the team needs it. On a big day. So, like, Nestor Cortez Jr., I mean, he could be the pride of this season, and Aaron Judge is chasing the home run record.
0: Ooh. They did say that on the broadcast. that They were like, you know, him and Judge are the two guys. But good pick, good pride. I had him locked as a pride for sure. And uh, did you see my tweet about his um, slider? So he threw a slider to Alejandro Kirk, who swung and missed at it. And I was like, that looked like a curveball. That was up and down. And then he threw another one later on. And I was like, huh. usually it's like very left to right, sweepy kind of more. So then I looked at all the stats and his slider, which was the pitch that started getting like rocked in June. It lost its vertical break by a ton. It became like a true um slider slider and may if you look at the graph i tweeted it goes up and down and then if you look at the correlation of the numbers maybe it's not the actual cause but it's just correlation but uh the slider was i had like a 400 batting average against or slu- or 700 slugging against when i was super flat and then today you have some that were like 58 inches of vertical break usually he sits at like 42 i wouldn't have known these numbers if i wasn't looking at it today so he's still tinkering in the midst of this stretch where he's dominant, uh, which I think is awesome, and that's how he went from like kind of junk baller guy to dominant stuff because he just constantly was tinkering and looking at the data and and tinkering and finding his slot and his grips and his release point. So amongst this season, we got two six eight. He's still. Making adjustments, which is awesome.
1: I think the best players in baseball do. I think you're always changing your pitch mix and, and working on that because if, if guys know what's coming,
0: Not the Yankees themselves as a team, they're just like, well, we're in first place. Why would we, why would we try and get better? We'll just trade our starting pitcher away. But players do. Yeah, good players do. Good players do. I think good teams do too. Maybe the Yankees can take a, a little lesson from Nestor. To
1: a degree. You have a team identity, so you gotta lean into that. But yeah.
0: Keep improving.
1: Always. Who's your pride?
0: Oswaldo Cabrera, man. I mean, defensively, I don't know if anyone has ever had three web, I don't know if they're all web jams, with three highlight plays at three different positions, let alone in their se- in their season or their debut series. I mean, he robbed a home run, and that wasn't like judges the day later was a very, very nice catch, but he didn't rob a home run. Cabrera pulled one back. Oh, yeah. That was out. Then he does the tarp catch, no regard, stays with it, hangs in there. Alejandro Kirk runs slower than you and me combined, but he made the play and got it there. He also had some other nice plays that short, um, really simple ones, where I was just like, oh, our guy doesn't do that when he came home on the ball no hesitation, no, no, um, what's this called? Clutch? Yeah, no double double clutch. clutch. And I was like, oh, I mean, three different positions. And I tweeted this. A lot of people didn't fully understand what I was saying. The most bravado we've seen from a rookie making his debut as a Yankee Hmm. since, and this was the real answer, Jabba Chamberlain. And yep. some people are like, "What about Judge?" And I'm like, "Judge is the Yankee way. He's yeah. the exact opposite of bravado. Like, and I like that. I I need that too. Glaber was supposed to be this young, cocky kid like Vladdy and 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 Tatis and and yeah. uh, Baez and all these like like you know super like swaggy bravado. And he's not. He was like puppy dog Glaber is what we referred to him as. Yeah, yeah. So Gary came on the scene. He hits twenty home runs in six games, or whatever, and he w- he was like kind of cute, but he wasn't like fucking sticking his tongue out and yeah. like wearing bead. He necklaces. wasn't robbing
1: the home run and like flexing, and flexing.
0: Screen. Yeah, you know, if when when Oswaldo runs into one, he's gonna like you know the bad flip's gonna be there. Like this kid's got bravado, and and it's wild to see because especially lately it's been. Dulled down. We saw Josh Donaldson come here and get dulled down. We saw like you know, it it's super refreshing when he robbed that catch and then celebrated the way he did. It's refreshing, and I don't think it's over the top because I don't I don't love all of that. I'm I'm I still have some old man in me where I'm like, that's too much. Come on now. I think Donaldson pimps too many home runs for my liking because they're like wall scrapers, (laughs) and you got to know. But I loved it. It was so exciting.
1: Bravado ties into, think about how often we talk about, again, this was kind of supposed to be Donaldson. Young guy swag is a different kind of swag than what what Donaldson brings when he's right. But it's kind of the signature. There's a guy on the other team that when he gets you, it just drives you nuts because he has that and you're going to hear about it, and they're going to be right because they have that. Um, You know, I'm trying to think. Is it like Verdugo on the Sox or or someone Mm -hmm. like that?
0: Well, there's – from 2001, there's that documentary about the 2001 team, nine innings from ground zero, and the guy in the Diamondbacks – oh, shit, I'm blanking on who it is. Very famous Diamondback player that was part of that team. He says – Yankees came into town and they were just so uh, confident, but it didn't come all across as cocky. He just came all across as confident. And it's almost like that, but I think the spin I want to do is it's not directed at anyone else. Like Manoa. Right. I like Manoa. He's badass, but all of his energy of bravado-ness is directed at the other team. He's yeah. always yelling, puffing his chest. And it's always like he needs a combatant to, to puff it, to do his bravado mode. But the, the way Cabrera did and other guys, it was literally just for himself. And for the team. That's yeah, why, that's why like,
1: Steven writings is tweeting about it. Cause he likes it, that guy.
0: And it, yeah. And it, it was not was it wasn't like at anyone else. Like he didn't rob the home run or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was cool. It's a fine line of, and maybe some people are just thinking I'm diving way too deep into it because I, I really, I don't always love that shit, but I, it was so refreshing.
2: Need some of it. Yeah. My dad texted today during one of his at-bats and just said, look, Cabrera's got some Soto in just the way he stands.
1: Yeah, he was doing the
0: shuffle a little bit. He he had some good at-bats. I know the, the numbers aren't there yet. I think three hits over the course of the series. Um, Not any walks. It seemed like he was fouling off pitches more than walking. Like he was like, I'm going to. That's that's youth, but he, I thought he put up some some good at bats where he was swinging with in, intentions.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's let's see some more because
2: you know,
0: yeah, obviously more results of course.
2: But I I don't recall watching an at bat from him and thinking bad at bat.
0: Gossman got him on that low inside fastball that was so nice.
1: He was a Gossman's good. He's a rookie, and that ties into the whole. I, I mean. It's why I think a lot of these guys should have been up earlier, and I think the Yankees wanted them up earlier too, but the winning got in the way, which is funny to say. But, yeah, no, I was watching the Trevor Richards at-bat today. He got three straight change-ups all in the same place, and he got got. And I was like, ah, yeah, that's pretty good. You don't see a lot My of that.
0: My favorite is still Pettit to Bryce Harper when it, Bryce Harper was 18 years old, and Pettit was like 42. And it was just cutter inside, cutter inside, cutter inside. I think five at-bats in a row. Swing, miss, swing, miss, swing, miss. It was like, that is such great rookie bullying. Because you knew Bryce Harper was going to be, like, great anyway, but it was just, and Pettit probably knew, too. But he was Damn. just like, well, while I'm here, I'll just show you this, punk. Punk? You have to give out the next award. Mm. You Yankee motherfucker.
1: Really? Um... Uh, I don't know what kind of can of worms this is going to open. Uh, my Yankee mf'er. Hey, dude, you know what? I gave this to Ron Marinaccio to welcome to the T- Talking Yanks family, and look how that worked out. Frankie Montas, man. Like, this dude doesn't like- even feel like a part of the team. Right now.
0: Yeah. You don't need a sugarcoat that one. It's a very warranted MF for you has been awful.
1: What? Um, yeah, man. I, you know, it, it was the weird kind of introduction, which it, that was what it was in the road trip, 11 days. Um, and then he has the bad start, Then he has an okay start. And then six, six earned, man. I mean, dude, I like this guy. <laughs> this guy's supposed to be our two for the playoffs. So yeah, he's got
0: Yeah, he's got some um some funky uh release stuff as well. They're they're pointing out. But nah man, he's I don't know, he's been bad. While Monty and Sears have been great. Ugh. Ugh. Oh.
2: Joey Gallo also tearing it up. Great catch in left field.
0: They are messing with Montas's fastball usage. He loves his split. Or no, he, um, hold on, hold on. He, he used to, he used to mix it up a lot. They're having him throw his four seam more. They were trying to up his four seam. And then last start, they said, fuck that. Let's, he threw a bunch of pitches last night. I don't know, man. I really don't know enough about him to critique like his usage. The splitter's nasty, but it seems like he doesn't like overdo that. Like he doesn't like it as his premier, or or even his secondary. I don't. It seems. Yeah, I guess he's got to throw the fastballs. Right, for the you need the splitter to, splitter
1: to work off of it. That's where. I had a nice weird conversation by myself today uh, during my travels, where I was just talking about. Like Wandy Wandi threw that first slider that was good, and then he threw the bad one in the dirt. Um, but it's, it's funny that Wandy's changeup is his best pitch. And by technicality, his fastball is his second best pitch because he needs his fastball to throw the changeup off of.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: so I don't know. That was just me in the airport having a miserable day just at the water about, fountain. Talking to myself about Wandy Peralta's pitch mix.
0: Well, it's good pitch mix.
1: Yeah, no, it really is.
0: Yeah. moan toss.
1: I mean M- Frankie Baby. Like join the team, man.
0: Is it gonna be him versus Sears in Oakland?
1: Um let's see. According to my sources, no, he's got the Mets.
2: He has the second Mets game, so he'll miss Oakland.
1: And by the way, we might be missing DeGrom. There's rumors that they're going to bring Tywan Walker back for that second game.
0: Who's Who said the rumors?
1: Not leaking that. We don't know? I mean, they, they mentioned it during the broadcast a little bit, and now it's also on Fangraph, so...
0: That's awesome if we're seeing DeGrom and Scherzer and Bucks playing mind games. Hmm. I'm so Team Buck that I couldn't even like fake my excitement if he's doing that. Because they should definitely throw DeGrom and Scherzer against the Yankees.
1: I a thousand percent agree.
0: Almost if you're Steve Cohen, you have to like do a George Steinbrenner move and be in, and call up and be like, what's this about Taiwan? No. It's Degrom and Scherzer against the Yankees, and that's it. You have to,
1: pending Degrom's health, which is pretty important to them. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, if that's what if that's what it's about, but it sounds like it sounded like it was about Taiwan just getting in there.
1: Well, I think he's ready sure to be
2: back and getting. But as well, like, use that time. to get Degrom an extra day at some point.
1: I don't believe it. I'd like it as a smokescreen. Yeah, it'd be awesome.
0: All right, my MFR? Your Yankee MFR. You took the easy one, so actually, I gotta. F- oh. Well, he only appeared in one game, so maybe that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um. Can't do that for a reason. I guess Glaber. I guess, I mean, so he did hit the home run, which is a short porch job and all that. His swings have just looked like Glaber. It, it looks so much not like his swing, where I've visibly a couple of times been like, that's Glaber? He's swinging like a whip. Like, his bat looks like he's doing, like, a whip on, like, a horse's ass. You know? Like, it's so quick and, like, violent. Almost looks more like Anduhar sometimes than him. Like, he's usually a pretty controlled swing. Like, he can change his approach mid-pitch and stuff. Just looks weird. Off. It looks so off that hitting coach or someone could go pull up like side by sides and be like, let's get you back to this.
1: It's, it's been the same song and dance for the Glaber Torres experience that whenever it looks like he's not trying to do too much, he plays great baseball. Whenever he tries to do too much, it looks like he plays awful baseball. And I mean, you know, again, shout out to Rooks for for popping on last week and like you know, <laughs> Rooks was like, it's it's driving him a little nuts, man. Like it's just it's tough at bats to watch. Um, that yeah, no, like I, I just googled Gleyber Torres home run, um, and it's two hands on the bat under control into the right center field bullpen, and it just. When he does that, he's a beautiful baseball artist. But yeah, every swing, the it's the bat's going flying, it's out of control. He's swinging at like every first pitch. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> he's uh, the. The fun part of this Yankee season is like what? What bad thing is getting ignored by other bad things? Like, dude, Joey Gallo was a shield for a lot of these guys for so long, um, and now the shield's gone and the winning's gone. And man, oh man, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So he's my M effort. Okay. I want to give out an award. Okay. So if you want to give one out, you get to go first. Okay. 123.
2: Last three EPs for Glaber. MF for Pride. MF for.
0: How about uh.
2: it? Shame to flame to shame.
0: How did he get Pride? Baseball. He had Susan. the best
2: numbers last series. He's it was weird.
1: Stumbled into it. Someone, oh, okay. someone had to win it.
0: Um, I, You go, man. I, I chat's starting to
1: wind down a little bit. What do you got? What do you got to get off your chest?
0: Uh, chat's winding down. What What does that mean? You're leaving a little bit. 1% of the people that listen to the show. Oh yeah. I just want to give Trevi some love. Trevino had a good series and he's been playing well amongst us. Like his, what's the award? Well, we're not doing awards, I guess. So I won't do one. just give Trevi some love. Get off my chest. He is like, he's not ever going to be able to be leaned on. To win you games and series offensively, I know he has singular games like he went off a couple times, but he has a 273 average, a 333 on base. He kept just getting on base and getting hits, and and it felt like it. And um, it's almost like he was he's able to maintain status quo or like his production, and he he never put the pressure on himself, or he or he comes to task with the pressure. But where Glaber just can't maintain his. This is what I provide. I will do this. He always is like, fuck, stands out. I'm hitting four hole now. Bam, I got to go bigger. And I thought it's cool that uh, Trevino has just not gone away. He's not pulling up the first half numbers, but it was a good series for him.
1: It's hustling. I mean, he beats out the ball to Chapman today. He's running around the bases after that. He was celebrating the Benny home run. That was awesome. I mean, he's just awesome. I, I mean, that's. When we were originally talking about this, I thought we would go almost position by position a little bit. And catcher's still, like, just absolutely fine, um, if if not a plus. So, yeah, I mean, if we're just, if we're complimenting guys, the other guy that got missed kind of through the episode we talked about him a little bit was Lou Trevino. And and what an effort he gave today. My goodness. Uh, he he could have been a pride.
0: Yeah. Boone's press conference, like, they're like, what was your plan? They're like, we didn't have one. And then... When when Luisa couldn't finish it, and then Wandy <laughs> was like, "That was yeah. all our we had."
1: Yeah,
0: he said Afros wasn't available, and Chappie wasn't an option because he made it. He said something about like Chappie's. Like, did Chappie lose your trust again? He was like, "Yep." <laughs> I don't know. I didn't forget what he whatever actually the said. Exact was,
2: quote is, but what is it? No, just whatever the exact quote is. Yeah, I don't know the
0: exact quote, the but sentiment. Chappie was just in timeout.
2: Been
1: a lot of guys going into timeout.
0: Yeah, yeah. Two games against the Mets. No hitter, no hitter. Maybe, dude. They just... I know Stan isn't hitting in his rehab, and we'll see, but... He fixes some of the lineup problems, for sure. Giving Judge some protection, pushing Glaber back down. Those are changes that will help, I think. He's a threat. But the bullpen isn't solidified, and half the rotation stinks. I mean Montas, Tyone, and Herman. I don't have confidence in any of them when they go out right now. Yeah, I mean, hasn't Herman been okay?
1: Has Jamo been okay? I'm mean, I know they're not exciting, but
0: I don't know.
2: I think Domingo had his most recent start. I think is a it's a bad line, right? Right. Tampa wasn't wasn't great, but again, it's
1: kind of burying. Burying other problems with other no. problems,
0: being shielded. Yeah, I mean, Jamos, he's got two seven innings pitched, three and run runs. He's good. Surrounded by some not good starts. Like his ERA this month is five three. ZRA the last two months is five one. Yeah, Offense not. needs to be clicking. Win a JMO star.
1: Yeah, his last seven three nine nine. There's a lot of ways to cut it up. You and I haven't been eye eye on JMO for a while, so we don't need to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cole and Nestor, those are the only I have confidence in. Give me Seve back. When's that date? Like not till September 12th. He's yeah. throwing BP and stuff.
1: Yeah, him it's... and him and Stanton <clears throat> are facing off Tuesday.
0: Maybe that's why Seve didn't want to look at the the map. Yeah, the calendar.
1: I didn't. Want They're to like, see,
0: you'll be back then. And he was like, well, I'll, a month earlier, I'll be good. Yeah. Funny business. Got kind of Bummer. All right, I think the, the midweek episode uh, is going to be pushed back to Wednesday with sharp stats and all that because Tuesday night we're doing the Mets recap. So the next episode will be the Mets recap, and then we'll do the yeah. it'll midweek be,
2: episode. It'll be the normal midweek episode, I I forget where we land on it. Are we releasing it Thursday? So I was
1: thinking record Wednesday, record release Wednesday Thursday, Thursday release. to let the other one breathe, but we'll figure that out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We're
2: recording yeah. it Wednesday for sure.
0: Uh. Yeah, we'll figure that out. All right. See ya. Go, Yanks. Tom them,
1: Go, Yankees.